Sorry. Are you okay? Yes, I, I'm fine. What happened? I just... I think I am just tired and weary from traveling, and perhaps the the ground sundering affected me more than I thought. He's clutching his chest right here. What's wrong with your chest? Oh, it's it's nothing. Don't just say you don't want to talk about it. What's wrong with your chest? I was wounded. Recently? During the rumbles? Sorry. I don't know when, but I was. And Do you need healing? I, uh, no, thank you. Um, let's just let's just continue on. I think I I think I will be okay. Thank you. You're very kind. As Sam falls off the horse, I'm going to get control of it so it doesn't run around, run off with Craigar. Um, is he? I want to take a look at Sam. Is he bleeding in the chest at all, or? No, you don't see any blood. Okay. Uh, but he's going to deflect any attempts to get a closer look. What was that? I said if you try to get a close look, he will deflect your attempts. Gently, but... Um, are you sure I can... I can give you some healing if you require it. You are quite kind. Pelor will heal me as much as he wishes. I, I can always call upon the aid of my god if I wish. Right now, I think I just. Probably. He just rolled. He's rolled. I think, I, I think what I need is something more to drink. Why? Kringer promptly falls off the horse. <laughs> it snores really loudly. <laughs> <laughs> right, Sam, I think we need to get you inside. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Somebody grab Craigar, please. <laughs> just, just just, how tall is Craigar? About four feet. So, should I pick him up by the scruff of his neck and stuff <laughs> him back in his saddle? <laughs> Sounds like you just did. <laughs> Try to keep your seat, you little man. <laughs> Maybe I should tie him in. <laughs> As I said, he's tired. Obviously. Uh, now, are we at the entrance to the ranch? Uh, you're about halfway down the trail that leads to the um, to the house. Sam, how much farther do we have to go to reach your home? Not far. A couple hundred yards. Okay. Why don't you... legs behind that tree. Why don't you get on my horse, and I will lead Craigar's horse. I can walk from here. You look like you could probably use a little time off your feet. I try to get on the horse. Am I still hurt? I will assist him if he needs it. There we go. Don't worry about rolling it. You got assistance. Okay. I'm good with that. The main part of it's gone away, but you can really feel it, and it's gone back to that itchy feeling of a new yeah. scar. Probably some. Everyone, except for Craigar, give me a perception check. He's hurting. He's not even looking right now. It's eight. Alright, so 
you're coming around the bend, and what you notice is a couple of things. One, it seems like there's been a lot of horses go down through this path recently. As you get around the corner, you can see up to where the uh, house is. There are quite a few people at the out at the ranch. It doesn't seem like it's a happy environment. They seem pretty tense. I would say probably six. Hold on. Let me refer to my notes. Please hold while your DM is loading. <laughs> Blue screen up there. Wait, our DM is loaded? What? Where is where's the load bar? Yeah, I've got your load bar. Oh, snap. Hey, now wait a minute here. You were just talking right. about... Right, this is an audio team. podcast, not a uh, video podcast. Although I can see you. I'll show you something. Anyway. Okay. Uh, I think we don't need... If it was video, I'd have to wear pants. <laughs> 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 right, so let the, let the viewer beware. Oh, goodness. <laughs> we use our imagination so you don't have to. <laughs> there are also carts, not just horses, but there's some carts on either side. Uh, in front of the old, slightly run-down farmhouse is at least 30 people frantically moving around. Seven cars line the uh, path, and a dozen or more horses are tied up to a fence nearby. There's a crowd centered around the older man, standing a full head above the average person around him. His hair is light brown and very closely cropped. He's wearing chainmail armor that glints in the light. You can see a longsword at his side as he turns towards the party. The bright armor looks like it's a tight fit for the man who appears to be about 30 pounds overweight. Sam recognizes him as Jefferson Geminis, the sheriff of the lawn. As Jefferson sees you, he begins walking towards the party. The crowd around him begins to disperse, and on the ground you can clearly see at least five bodies. Two are leaning against the house. Do I recognize the bodies? Uh, you're far enough away yet that you can't see any real detail, but you can definitely see the bodies out there. Sheriff Geminis, what has happened here? I call it, I yell, essentially. Are you moving towards them? Or yeah, oh yeah. Just, okay. As Jefferson sees you running uh, that direction, he kind of sets in front of you and actually grabs you and says, okay, you know, he's stopping. He doesn't want you to go any further. But what happened? Sam? Sam? Yeah, but... You don't want to see this. It's bad. Don't want to see what, Sheriff? It's the worst I've ever seen. There's at least a dozen dead. The worst one? Dead? Dead. Dead. Who Who did it? We don't know. I've got men out who are looking for... Are the chimes okay? We found Rose inside. 
Take me to her immediately. We found her body inside. In the light of Pelor, she may be saved. You must take me to her now. Sam, we'll go inside. But I've got to warn you, it's it's bad in there. It's a bloodbath. You really don't want to see that. I struggle against him. I'm going inside. Like, okay. What is everyone else doing? <laughs> no, you're awake at this point. <laughs> yeah, and yelling. Probably the stench chaos. of death is carried out. Yeah, yeah. You, you're yeah, awake. No way you're okay. still asleep for this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or if you just woke up. Okay. So what's well, going on? I want to walk over and Willa. Do you see the person we're supposed to meet? I don't know what he looks like. I just know his name. I'm going to look around and see if there's anyone else that has an air of authority other than the sheriff. I don't want to interrupt what he's doing with Sam. Okay, so are you going beyond him or are you staying uh, on the side you were on? I'm going to kind of move a little bit so that I can see everything that's going on in the compound. Okay. He sees you. He doesn't know you. He's never seen you. And he's pretty much instantly suspicious of all these writers who just came in with Sam. And he moves towards you guys. Not a lot because he's still trying to stay between Sam and the house. But he's kind of pushing Sam back. You know, he's a big guy. Um, and he hollers out to you, Hey, who are you people? They're with me. Just slept them through. Who are you? I'm going to use the opportunity of his diverted attention to try to get past him. Okay. Probably just a strength check opposed. Trying to distract him. No, he's distracted by them. So you're trying to actually trying to get around him without. Yeah. yeah, I'd give you that one. See if you can just physically move past him. Yeah. Probably athletics. So 14. 15. 15? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, you managed to uh, slide by him. I just run he kind of stumbles as he's moving towards them. You fly towards that. Which I mean makes sense because he spent his, he was a street urchin. Like he spent his life doing that okay. very thing. Anyway, you can sorry. So he no, runs inside. You run towards the house. He uh, he kind of stumbles and he calls out to you. He says, "Sam, don't go in there. Wait." What are you guys doing? I'm going to follow Sam. I'm going to holler to Sam and say, you might want to just wait for the sheriff. Sheriff, I am Ian Fiedrakaris. This is my associate, Willow. We are here to meet someone, and we met these gentlemen on the road, and they escorted us in. Take care of what you need to take care of. Who are you here to meet? 
Sam Chime. We haven't found Sam. He's missing? He is missing. It's kind of crucial that we locate Sam properly. I believe I understand why. My men are looking for Sam. Let's take care of this situation. I'll deal with Sam here. We'll go inside. He'll see something he doesn't want to see, if that's his wishes. So before you can make it inside the door, two men come from the side and they grab you. They're not anyone that you recognize specifically. You've seen them around in town, yeah. but they're not, they're not people that you um, have really associated with too much. Okay. And they're not trying to tackle you or anything like this. They're just trying to get you stopped before you cross the threshold of the door. Yeah. yeah. At this point, I would say Sam is in such a state that he wouldn't really be paying attention to what's around him too much. Why don't the rest of you give me a perception check? Two. Oh, Nine. gee, a 12. Oh, wait, is, that with, is that with your uh, score? Or your modifier? Uh, 10. You said perception, right? Yeah. Yeah, so three, yeah. You got a what? Nine. Nine, and you got 10. 10. What did you get, 12. John? 12. As you get closer to the farmhouse, you see eight bodies. Most of them are men. But there are three women. They all look like they were pretty fit, and the majority were in armor. This does not appear to have been their first fight. Each of the closer ones have old scars and battle marks on their armor. And I would say Krager is probably not going to notice too much of that because he's focused on following Sam into getting to Sam where he's at at the house. The house looks run down. Uh, it's not falling apart, but it's Showing signs of age, right? It's a deep blue with lots of bare wood showing through. Uh, it's a larger house, but it's only one level. About 100 feet across and about twice that deep from the angle you were coming at, you can kind of see the side of it. It goes back quite a ways. There are a few shuttered windows across the front. The front door looks like it could be broken down. Right? One good kick is going to go right through that front door from the looks of this thing. Um, why don't you guys give me another perception check if you're getting closer in. And you can go ahead and give me one now too because you've been kind of stopped for a minute. 20. 17? Okay. At 20. Nice! What do you get? Uh, that is a... That's a 9. That's a 6. It's got a dot right there next to it. Oh. Okay, so it's the dot one. Yeah. yeah. Okay, John, when did you get adjusted 20? Adjusted 20? You got a net 20. Nice. Okay. 14. Not bad, not bad. You notice a few things. You get close to this house. Anyone who got a uh, over a 13 is going to notice this. The shutters that are on the windows don't appear to be able to open. They're all, look like they're pretty solid. It's not something where you're looking out those windows. 
You also notice that they're made of a thick metal, painted to look like weathered wood. So they're armored shutters? Would I recognize them as that? Uh, yes, you would. The front door is a single sheet of three-inch thick metal. And something that you're, it's clicking around in the back of your guys' heads as you're looking at this is the cost for that door alone to be that size and that thick would be enormous just to uh, get that door. And, and this is the main house? This is the main house. Here's something that's tickling in the back of your head, Sam. You've never really thought about this before. But you've never been inside of the main house. You were always in the outlying buildings. Yeah. Where they have bunkhouses all the way around. Where they're, uh, that's where all of the workers mm-hmm. and anyone who wasn't part of the immediate family, that's where everyone else stayed. And you interacted with the Chimes a lot. Sure. But they always came to you. You never went inside the house. If you ever got near the house, they actually kind of shoot you away and found something else to have you doing other than being there. But this is something that you haven't really thought about. You know, you have your own space, so it wasn't mm-hmm. like it was that odd, and it wasn't like they didn't come out and see you guys. Sure. As you get close, and especially Sam, he notices that the house is not made of wood at all. It's all made of metal. And it's all been formed to look like wood. Okay, they've done a lot of work with putting up an outside facade on this thing to make it look like a worn-down house. But this looks like it's all made out of steel. And the construction for a farmhouse doesn't make any sense whatsoever. The cost of this house, this ranch, would be at least enough to build about 20 large houses. Based on what I'm seeing and with my character's background, would I recognize this to be more of a fortification than a house? Probably would, yes. And I'm going to walk over and whisper this to Willa as we're looking around. Willa, this looks more like a fortification than a house. So, I'm a little concerned. I've never seen anything like this before. I've never been back here. But where's where's Rose? That's what I want to know. Uh, Jefferson is right behind you guys. And he comes up and he puts his hand on your shoulder. He says, Sam, are you sure that you want to see this? Take me to her now, please. Okay. Some things, once they've been seen, can't be unseen. And you become acutely aware of your scar. Jefferson steps into the house. He pushes the door open. And as he does, the stench of death wakes out. The room is lit by five or six candles. It's about 50 feet long with with the front door in the center. There are no windows in the room, 
To the left is a large fireplace with four overstuffed chairs around it. A stone front and mantel outlines the face of the uh, six-foot-tall opening of the fireplace. A bearskin rug lies on the floor in front of the chairs. To the right, you see shelves along the walls filled with books and small items. There are three bodies on the floor. All in very decent armor that looks used but pretty well cared for. A female half-orc who looks like she was in her 30s. A male dwarf who looks like he was in his 20s. And an older human female. Sam sees Rose lying on the floor, fully armored and scale male. It is a deep blue that highlights out to a light blue on the high points of each scale. Though you knew she always stayed in good shape, you would never have thought of her as a warrior. Go ahead and give me a perception check. On this side? Yeah. So I, I'm I'm going to advocate for this specifically for Sam. Um, right now, the only thing he perceives is that she's dead and he wants to pray to try to save her. And that's fine. If you don't want to do that, that's fine because you're probably just totally yeah, focused on her. Yeah, he just runs. Like even, you know, the, the fact that she's in armor and all this stuff, and it, I mean, it's not that he doesn't notice it. It's just it's it's not in the stack, right? Like he, mm-hmm. yep, and that's so fine. he just like runs to her body and it starts bawling his eyes out. It's like, hello, please. She was the best of us. She can't be dead. So, then he starts to encant. Okay. And while he's doing that, um, if you guys want to give me a perception check, we can go ahead and run with that. And he can do his prayer. 21. I pull my... Uh... <laughs> point. Uh, yeah, I can point. Uh, not on this one. Okay. Don't waste it on this. This is just perception. This is seeing if you're noticing anything. Did you get another one? I got another one. Wow. You're not noticing anything either. He is, he is, boom, right on top of her body. He's just distraught. You haven't done it very long, but you feel for him. You're, you are starting to actually kind of like this kid, and he is super emotional. So, what does Kragar do? Is it possible to heal him? Unfortunately. Yeah, I just I just put my hand on my shoulder. Okay. There, there. There, there. Yeah. <laughs> Seems about right. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, he didn't notice anything. Uh, what did you get, Will? I. Yeah, you're caught up in the moment as yep. well. <laughs> okay. Which actually is very appropriate, you know. And then John got what? Uh, sorry, um, yeah. 21. 21. You are not that experienced with battle or this kind of an attack or anything like that, but you've seen some death around what you've done. Mostly the bad guys dying. So the scene, not that you 
aren't taken by the scene, but you do notice a few things about the scene. And as you're moving over towards where they're at, what you notice is the room looks pretty well lived in, yet not really lived in. It has typical items, yet kind of looks staged. Uh, where Rose is lying, you can see a trail of blood leading back to the wall. But does it stop at the wall or look like it continue, would continue past the wall with the natural flow of, of what I'm seeing? Does that make sense? The blood, the blood appears to be coming from the other side of the wall. Underneath where the uh, cracks are, it doesn't seem to be pulling quite right. And what you're also noticing is there are drag marks in the blood. Boot drag marks or hand and arm drag marks? Can I tell? Uh, it looks like someone moved Rose's body to where she's at from the wall. Is... Is there anything else I'm noticing other than that? Uh, hold on just a second. You're all pretty good, so I'm looking to see what else I can... Uh, Well, do you want to go over and investigate that area more? No one's really keeping an eye on what I'm doing at this point. I uh, know they're all focused on uh, Sam, and uh, they're pretty then much yes. caught up in the moment of that. So do you want to go over and uh, help with that for a moment, or do you want to investigate? What is it that you want to do? I just realized I'm kind of... Uh, um, leading you by the range here, and I don't intend to do that, so. And that's why I asked if there was anything else I was noticing, because I do want to go check out where it looks like her body's been moved and what's going on with this wall, but I wanted to make sure if there was anything else I was seeing first. Uh, no, that's the big stuff you're seeing. The bodies, lots of blood, and the drag marks and the blood going up to the wall, but it's not pulling properly. Does it look like it has pulled out from under the base of that wall? Yeah, it kind of has that look. I want to check the wall. Okay. Give me a perception check. 20. Okay. Adjusted. Well, that would be enough. So what you're noticing is that the the blood on the floor is um, there's some different directional slide marks in it, as well as the you see where she's been moved and pulled forward, but it also kind of looks like the wall itself has moved at some point. Are there any tracks in the blood that look like maybe a boot or a foot impression? Uh, you don't see any cracks in the blood. Okay. Or not right there. There have been a lot of people moving around, though, and there's been 
enough people moving around that you're not going to be able to easily tell who's boots or who's unless you go and start printing everyone, which might seem a little inappropriate at the moment. Yes. The blood pool has a very thin line of blood that goes out along the edge of the wall and where it meets the floor. So it looks like there's definitely been movement of the wall. Uh, there are two very thin seams on the wall as well. So you said there's a stream, a separate bloodstream moving along the base of the wall away from the main blood flow. Yeah. And it would appear that there are two seams. I want to push lightly between those two seams and see if that wall moves backwards. Nothing happens. Is there anything attached to the wall, or is it a bare wall, besides the two seams? Uh, the only thing nearby is the fireplace and mantle. How far away is it? Maybe five feet down the wall from where you're at. I want to put my palms flat against that wall, like this. Mm -hmm. and, and try to move it laterally. Doesn't move. What about the spot between the seams? Does it move back or forth? Nope. Doing the same thing. Nothing moves. Can I try a perception, uh, a, uh, a skills check? What do you have in mind? Hmm. I'm. I'm. Th I'm thinking either an insight skills check. Insight would be more for um, figuring out what people are doing and maybe what animals are doing, depending on the situation but it wouldn't really apply to this situation. Uh, Tim was suggesting perhaps Dungeoneering. I could try Dungeoneering, uh, and I was also thinking of Thievery. Okay, so which one do you want to use? Which one is better? Well, the Dungeoneering has a better bonus mm -hmm. for me, personally. So I'll go with that, because it's two points higher than my thievery. There you go. Uh, either one of them would pretty much work, but I'll give you the benefit of the doubt on that, because you're trying to do something that kind of falls under either one. Go ahead and uh, give me a roll. Let's see what you can do. All right. Nothing. A total of six. I, I seem to have caught Alan's <laughs> D20 skills here. Yeah, uh, you don't really notice anything. There's, you know, you got the fireplace and the mantle there. Uh, uh, Sam is making an awful lot of noise, you know, and that, I think that's kind of distracting you a little bit, but... The wall boss is always the hardest man. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> 
Yeah, you don't really notice anything. It, it looks like a standard old fireplace and wall. Is the sheriff, is he just kind of... He's hanging back, back by... He's hanging back by the uh, door and he's kind of staying out of the way because he uh, he sees the emotional scene going on and... Wants no part of it. Yeah, he wants no part of that, but he also... Uh, he's kind of watching you. He sees you doing that, yeah, and he's kind of going, all right, what are you up to, you know? I walk over and say, Sheriff, I noticed something. It's kind of odd. And I'm wondering if you can maybe shed some light on this. And I take him over and show him what I've, what I've observed with the blood trail and the lateral line running along the wall and just tell him, you know, Sheriff, this doesn't look right. We've got the seam here in the wall. I have a suspicion that there's maybe a, a room back behind here that might shed some light on what went on. He kind of, he's looking, looking at the blood, looks at the wall. Yeah, he, he can't see the seam you're talking about. He looks at the blood pool, and it just looks like a mess of blood to him. Um, he says, I don't know what you're talking about. There's nothing on the other side of this wall. That is pulled up blood. It's nasty. And it's on my boots now. And I'm going to go over here. You need to stop messing around with stuff that you don't understand and just stay away from it and quit hallucinating about moving walls. That doesn't make any sense. Well, that's your opinion, Sheriff. Yeah, that is my opinion. But I'm telling you those seams are there. I apologize you got blood on your boots, but you probably should have watched where you were walking. Why don't you give me a perception check? Twelve. He's well aware of the situation that might be unfolding. Well, issue. Sam's probably not as loud right now. Probably got that much of the whale over. Nah. Just focus on Sam still. You're my check and Sam, you can if you'd like to. Yeah. Eighteen. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't look like John, you don't really notice much about the immediate situation, but the other three kind of poked their heads up while the other two, the guys. I think Willa is still kind of taken aback about uh, by the whole scene. She's still never young. seen anything like this, I don't think. Just with animals. Yeah. Not with people. Yeah, not people. And when you look up, because you're kind of laying down here, you look up and you see the sheriff and uh, Leia talking. You notice that he's got dried blood on his boots and some on his armor. Blood dried on his uh, left boot. You notice that there's also dried blood on the uh, sheriff's scabbard. And there seems to be kind of shiny recent gouges in otherwise perfect chainmail armor 
on this uh, sheriff. Sam kind of wipes his tears. Sheriff, are you are you hurt? Uh, no. Why do you ask? Because you look like you've been in a fight. Well, we were in a scrap yesterday, but uh, that was long before any of this stuff happened. Uh, just some brigands out on the road, and we we had to take care of them. You did not clean your armor or your boots. I didn't even. Huh? I didn't even notice that there was anything on my armor or my boots. She lying to me. Oh, give me an insight check. 20, unnatural, so 20 adjusted. He's definitely being cagey. So, Sam, and I have this written in here, he's trusting by nature, and so he's probably not going to be the one to figure out that this guy is tied to something. So he's pointed out what he sees, but... Yeah, you... That insight check, totally, you can tell he's being cagey. There's something more to what's going on. Now, how you handle it from that perspective, this is like something you're going, okay, that's BS, but... The sheriff, there have been a... Brigands on the road. But, wait a minute. That can't be, that can't be right. You've, you've never left yourself in such a state before, and also you don't... You're dirty, but not wounded. I, do you... I, are you sure it was brigands on the road? Yeah, brigands, yesterday. There were no brigands on the road yesterday. There were brigands on the road yesterday that we had to take care of. Three of them. What is it you're not telling me, Sheriff? Well, that's my business, what I'm not telling you and what I am telling you. What I can tell you right now is that you need to calm down. You're obviously in a state right now because of the loss of Rose. Is there anyone else in the room? No. And am I picking up on the the discordance in this conversation between the two of them? Well, give me an insight check. Why don't y'all give me an insight check? I was check? just thinking Sam that. Sam is not exactly trying to hide the fact that he's... Are you kidding? Definitely one. Did you roll one again? No, I drew out a four. Oh. <laughs> it looked like one. Eleven. Plus three, so it's a uh, Seven. I'd say everyone except for Krager. I think Krager's gone, huh, this is an odd situation, but I don't. he's not necessarily picking up on fully what just happened. I'd say the rest of you, you're definitely picking up on this and saying, all right, there's something about to go down here. And I would say the situation is such that 
allowing a social situation to continue could be detrimental to everyone's immediate things they need to get done. So we need to escalate it? Is that what you're saying? That actually is the opposite of the direction I was suggesting that you guys attempt to do. But that part is up to you. What it's looking like to you is that he's being very cagey, and you guys have picked up on the fact that he's, uh, Sam and him are kind of going at it. The sheriff doesn't want to talk. Sam wants to talk. Prager doesn't want to talk right now, apparently, because he, uh, (laughs) but no, seriously, uh, you guys are really picking up on, there's tension here. You may not know exactly why there's tension, but there's more tension than there should be, and you can tell that this is a volatile situation. So, Sheriff, maybe we should check to see if you're injured, because you have fresh blood on you. There's blood everywhere. Have you not been paying attention? There's blood on the floor here. There's blood everywhere outside. There are over a dozen dead. I think I'm going to have some blood on me if I'm doing my job. Who are you people and why are you here? Why are you here? Why are you with Sam? Why don't you know? You're the sheriff. I haven't seen you before. Okay, I pull out my letter that I have. Sheriff, this is the letter that I'm supposed to show you about why we're here. And I hand him the letter. Hmm. What is this? He reads the letter. It's basically just a document saying that you guys are on official business from the sanctuary and that you shouldn't be detained unless you've done something actually criminal and serious, and if they detain you, that they need to get a hold of the um, sanctuary immediately. Okay. It doesn't say anything about your mission or what you're doing. No. It says very specifically that you have kind of carte blanche to do what you need to do in order to achieve what you're trying to achieve. And this is a world where they take the sanctuaries and the temples. If someone has a serious mission that they need to go on, mm-hmm. they will give you a letter saying, oh, this is serious business. Don't detain these people. Okay. So that's what the letter says. He finishes reading the letter and looks at you and looks at Thea. Looks over at Krager. Back to Sam. And he's trying to work out all of the details of what this is. Okay? Because specifically it mentions Willow and Itharfea. It doesn't mention Sam doesn't mention Prager. So he's 
be suspicious of it because it doesn't all add up. All the lines don't quite make sense, right? Kind of like his situation. But he's smart enough to understand that you're their unofficial business and that there are repercussions if he detains you or doesn't allow you to do what you are needing to do. And specifically, Willow and um, Thea. He hands you back the letter, and he says, well, you got to do what you need to do. You better not take anything off of the bodies. Better not steal anything from here. And he turns around and he walks outside of the door. And you can see that he's standing outside of the door. He's not, um, he's not on the inside of the door. But he basically, that was his acknowledgement that you guys are on official business and he's going to allow you to do what you need to do. But he's also not going to trust you enough to just leave you alone with everything. So it's kind of that balance of he can keep an eye on you, but he's not right up in your grill. Okay. Alright, so what do you guys want to do? I'm I'm going to um Well, I've already said all the prayers I can. Clearly they've done no good. I think we all need to rest. Especially Sam. Bass, do you have an opinion here? This, this place is this place is odd. We need to check out this wall. There's something squirrely with the wall. I just can't figure it out. Okay. Willow, would you come over and take a look at this wall? And do you see the way this Blood is pulled up. It doesn't look yeah, right. Yeah, you're right. It doesn't. And can you see these two seams in the wall right here? Mm-hmm. It looks to me like there should be a way to get through here that Rose's body was taken from whatever's behind the wall, but I can't figure out how to get into it. Have you pushed higher up on the wall? Not higher than my shoulders. Oh, no, uh, perception to see if I'm noticing what's going on yet. Five. With eight. Thirteen. There's something about the uh, mantle that gets your attention more than what they're talking about. It just, there's something, there's something about it that doesn't quite look right. Not the whole thing, just a piece of it doesn't look quite right. Okay. Um, I have plus five against illusions. Does that do me any good there? Natural no. memory, so okay. No. Just throwing it All right. <laughs> it's not an illusion. So, I'm just... The wall is real. I mean, run at it. See? Yeah. From what I hear, if you run at the wall fast enough and you believe... If you totally believe, you can go right through. Because you can just go right through. There's space between the atoms. That's what I hear. Yeah. Okay, so... 
Okay, so uh, let me go look at that thing. Let me check it out. And I guess I wrote perception right. 15 plus 8. So whatever's there, I see it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you do. <laughs> okay, so there's one stone on this mantle that looks like it's been worn way more than the others. Mm. As you're investigating it and you're kind of looking around, you run your hand up inside of the base of the fireplace, right? Yeah. Basically, you reach around, you're kind of feeling, see if there's something that you notice. You feel a small L-shaped pin. I'm pulling the pin. You hear a click. Hmm. Okay, I'm going to reach up and, um, uh, you know, try to manipulate that, that stone to... Okay. Then happens. So when the click happens, nothing happens? Nothing happens. Okay. You hear a click and that's it. And that's it. So you push the stone. Uh-huh. You hear a click. Okay. Um, and nothing happens. Well, I'm small enough. I can get inside that fireplace, take a look at it, and I can see in the dark. So. <laughs> Does Willow have something to add? What if you push them at the same time? Um, <laughs> Sorry. I'll try that. Okay, so uh, Kragar reaches inside. He pulls on the pin and pushes on the uh, stone at the same time. Okay, what happens? And the wall pops and slides back. The wall they're looking at over there. Yeah, where the scene was that he had, yeah. I'm assuming you had mentioned. Yeah, you said you had told her about the scene. That's right. Okay. Hey, what did you touch? So I assume we're not knowing. Like, yeah, basically assuming. a section about the size of a door slides back. Right. I, what I'm saying is that we're not aware of what you just did. Right? Um, You just suggested to him that he should do both at the same time. So, yeah, you guys are all at this point looking at the same stuff. Oh, okay. I thought it was like a separate, like, the walls over here, the mantles over there. No, they're like five feet apart. Oh, okay. I thought it was further apart. Watching this all go down. None of this makes any sense to me because this isn't all what I thought this place was. For how many years I've been coming here, so. The whole nature of my reality is being questioned right now. Okay. Then again, I was just recently dead and then not, so. Like, there's a lot of well, lots of things. Yeah, there's some weirdness. <laughs> Do you actually say that? No. Okay, this is in your head. Okay, this is in my head. But I'm, I'm starting to wonder if I'm actually still dead, and that this is all some kind of like weird hell, because none of it, none of it is in my memory, or none of it feels real right now. In that sort of that like few state of denial. Uh, the wall section moves back, and then it slides off to the side. You look down in there, and at the bottom of the staircase, there is another metal door. Everyone going down the stairs? Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, is it lit? down the stairwell? Yeah, you can see pretty well down there because someone left a uh, 
candle burning down at the bottom. Something that you guys notice is looks like someone used brute force to open the door before you guys uh, got there at some point. As you go inside because the door just pushes open. They've really messed the hinges up on this thing. They've messed the door up. You step inside and there's a very long hallway with four doors. There's two on each side of the hallway. And then there's nothing at the end. Well, the doors are locked. I know, you checked in the door? Yeah. All right, where are you going? Let's go to the first door. On the right or on the left? On the left. Okay. I'm going to check the second door on the left. Okay. Is there any light coming out from underneath any of the doors? <laughs> so if you see no, him, you might want to say something. We, we check one door at a time. Open the door and I pull my bow out. Okay, well then, let's, let's be honest with it. This is all very strange. Okay. Okay, so you said first door on the left? Okay. You uh, enthusiasm or the ancient treachery? Yeah. <laughs> no, there's no light coming from under the doors. But they look like they're pretty well built. You know, much like the rest of this place, you know, you're not looking at chintzy craftsmanship. So it may just be that there could be a light on the other side of it, but you're just not seeing it, you know. And are they also metal doors, or are these wood? Yeah, they're all metal doors. How big is the hallway? You'd say probably 200 feet deep, something like that. Probably 10 feet. Somewhere right in there. Tim, you try the door. I'm pull out my bag. Alright, ready? I push the door. Okay, so you push the door open and you look inside, the room is about uh, 10 feet wide by about 30 feet long. It has metal walls and it weirdly looks like an obstacle course in there. There are different walls that are in there uh, that are relatively low. There's bars, there's a 10 foot wall to climb over. Going up one of the walls, there are uh, handholds. It kind of looks like it's for practicing climbing. Parkour. Okay, so we can see the whole room. Does it lit up? There's one torch hanging on the wall in there. So it's kind of a low uh, light situation, but it's not completely dark. Somebody's already been here. The light is still going. That's just one room, right? Yep, it's one room. room. So it's the appearance of a gymnasium. Yeah. Perhaps we should check another. I agree. Okay. Right. First door, second door. First door, right. Okay. Um. And same thing. All right. Draw and, uh, and then draw your bow. And my scimitar out. Okay. 
So when you open the door, size-wise, it's very similar. It's 10 feet wide by about 30 feet long. The room has metal walls. There are wall racks for swords and armor. The center of the room has some long straw mats that were used for some kind of training. There's also targets along the far wall that have been used a lot. Uh, the weapons are all gone as well as the armor. Okay, and we can see everything, by the way. Nothing more to see in here than, than that. Um, why don't you guys give me another perception check? 19. 15. Uh, 15. That appears to be a training room that's been pretty well used. The armor is gone. Uh, the weapons are gone. And it looks like something took place in here recently where people were hurrying. You notice some of the um, racks that are holding it look like they've been scraped up recently. Uh, it basically looks like whoever came in here last was grabbing stuff quick, yanking it off the walls. They weren't concerned with keeping it early. Yeah, they were needing to yeah, get hurry. it uh, geared up. Whatever was done here was done in haste. And it appears that there's about six spots for uh, weapons, six spots for armor in this uh, room. Sure. And uh, one of the racks has a setup on it that seems to be quite a bit lower than everything else. Lower to the ground, a spot for a, maybe a short sword. And then armor that would have to be pretty small to be hung up where it's at. Like maybe an armor mannequin for a dwarf? Something like that. About that size, yeah. Or no. <laughs> that could be a no. Okay, uh, I'm going to check that out. It's an empty rack. Yeah. That seems to be uh, lower to the ground than everything else. It's built for something smaller. Okay. Let's okay. move on to the next room here on the right. Okay, next room on the right. All right. So, again, you walk in. It's 10 foot wide, but it's only about 20 foot long. Um, with metal walls. There's a wooden table with benches on either side. Um, there's a... Uh, metal cup uh, sitting on the front end, front edge of the table, uh, and it looks like it has some water in it. Was this too abandoned in haste? It's hard to tell. It doesn't look like anything was really tossed around in here or hurried. It basically is a great room. A room with a uh, table, chairs in it, and, you know, that's really about it in this particular room. Okay, so we've got second room on the left. So you walk in, and again, it's a 10 by 30 room. Uh, metal walls, but they're covered in tapestries. None of the other rooms had any kind of real flavor to them. It was all... 
uh, bare walls. There's a small bed in one corner, a chest at the end of it, and this room has rugs on the floor. On the bed lies a cloth doll and a burgundy dress. As you get closer to it, the head looks like some form of dragon on a humanoid body. A ball lies on the far corner next to the desk. You can smell fresh flowers from the vase on the desk. Hmm. I'll take a look at that chest. Okay, uh, you open the chest. Or do you open the chest? How about that? Okay. Yeah, I'll open the chest. You open the chest. It's a mimic. No. It's a mimic. <laughs> a mimic. <I'm> out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I just fearsome creatures in D&D. &D. Okay. <laughs> no. Uh, I wouldn't do that to you. Not yet. Um, yes, no, you it would. would. totally eat you. So you open the... You open the chest. And it's... Basically, it looks like it was being used as a footlocker kind of situation. You open it up, and there's not a whole lot in there, but there is um, a few pieces of um, like leather armor down in the bottom of it, and then off in one side, you find some folded material. Let me check out the, uh, I'm gonna check out the folded material. Okay. It's kind of a, um, soft burgundy color. Mm -hmm. It's got kind of a floral pattern to it. And wherever you open it up, it's a dress that looks like it's maybe, well, it would be for a child. Yeah. Okay. It's their child. Is there was really? on the bed. There was a um, doll with a dragon head. Okay. 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 This was a dragonborn child, and it is gone. Well, we didn't see any dragonborn bodies out there. No, but so. we did see people I love dead wearing scaled armor and we've come to this place where it looks like one would raise or train somebody we saw the small rack of armor and now we see a child's bedroom but no child none of this seems real but if it were real, I may still be dead. I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> but Why we have a mystery. Why do you think you'd be dead? Because I was killed. You knew you were killed. I... That's why I show her the scar. He pulls his shirt down and shows you a, about a three-inch scar over his heart. How, what happened? How did you get that? I don't know. I was Were walking you? here. I 
was attacked. And I woke up in the inn next to him. You are attacked by what? A rider in the night. I can tell you much more. But that almost seems unimportant right now. I say that because whether that's a human child or what did you call it? Dragonborn child? Dragonborn. Aren't they all didn't they all die? That spot on your chest just throbbed. It almost brought you to your knees when you said that. That is an interesting Me um little perception on what just happened to him. Yeah, because I stopped talking probably all of a sudden. Trying to endure whatever it was. Eight. Sixteen. Sixteen? As he was talking, he mentioned all of the dragonborn. You specifically said dragonborn, right? I did. Okay. So he mentioned that all the dragonborn had been killed. And as soon as he said that, he kind of grunted. And you see that whatever just happened rocked him back on his feet. He looked like he almost went down. I'm going to roll Arcana, see if I have any knowledge of this. Twelve plus three, fifteen. Okay. Negative modifier of one. Anyone else have Arcana that they want to try and roll? Try and figure something out here? Sure. John? I figured it out, I would have done it. Not with my score. Give it a roll. See what happens. Nine. This is unlike anything you guys have seen. More importantly, this is unlike anything you guys have heard of. This is strange. You've never heard of a story quite like what he's telling. strangest part of this whole thing is that I did die tonight. Okay, you died, but you haven't died yet. That or I haven't overtaken with the madness. Do you remember exactly where you were when you Just got... outside this ranch. From the direction we came or a different direction? The direction we came. Um, once you start thinking about it, it's actually really close to where you fell off the horse. Horse. 
And did you get that same that same pain as what caused you to fall off the horse? Experiencing it right now. So I would guess there'd be a connection between the two. I certainly hope not. More important, clearly something innocent is missing. Well, there's a few things missing right now. We need to talk to the sheriff again. Might not be a bad idea. No, wait. I wouldn't have perceived that. (laughs) You, I think you would have heard them at this point. Okay, I heard them. Because, you know, you're starting to put stuff together. You weren't snoozing during that whole thing, but you weren't, like, full-on putting it all together. As you're talking about that, the sheriff actually comes over to the top of the stairs and um, calls out to you guys, asks you to come upstairs that he wants to talk to you. I go upstairs. Go upstairs. He kind of goes into a story about what... They understand of what happened. He's let you guys investigate. He's not. He's kind of calmed down. He's just wanting to talk to you guys about what's going on. He says, It apparently happened a couple hours before dawn. There was only one survivor. It was a cook named Belinda Rizzo. She woke up to screams and fighting. She went out to see what was going on. And took an arrow to the chest. She saw six bandits. The leader was an elf. Uh, she said that he was missing the lobe of his left ear. Uh, they were all dressed in black. And when they left, she said that they went out the back of the ranch towards the Talon Forest. It sounds like Lurg and Lionel and his boys are back at it. Uh, He was in a scrap a few years back and lost that earlobe to my son, Ventus. We've had some reports lately of increased banditry out in that area. Uh, People are being robbed by an elf in black and several other men. Uh, Quite a few people have been hurt by these ambushes. Sounds like them boys have crossed the line into murder. Belinda's had come to the veil shortly after I spoke with her. And he looks at you, and he actually takes a minute and breathes, and you can tell what's coming. It seems like it kind of is hard for him to actually say. But he just goes, I could really use some help here. My men and I are searching for Samuel. It's crucial that we find him alive. A lot of you look like you can handle yourselves. Head into the Talon Forest and track Lurigan down. Once we find Samuel, we'll follow and assist you if you're not back. The city will pay you guys 500 gold for the bounty for bringing in Lurigan Lionel and his band. Dead or alive. He looks at you, preferably dead. I'll save Alalum some tax money on the trial and hanging. Those bastards don't deserve the luxury of a new rope. 
I'm sure the city council will assist on it. Again. About this time, two young men walk up to Jefferson. One is about six inches shorter than Jefferson. Uh, his light hair is uh, closely cropped and is wearing some uh, pretty worn chainmail that's still serviceable. The other is at least a full head shorter than Jefferson with shoulder-length dirty blonde hair. He's wearing leather armor that looks like it was a good two years overdue to be replaced. The taller of the two says, Excuse me, sir. We just finished searching the house. He's not here. We're headed back to check the barracks and the surrounding buildings. Sam recognizes the men as Ventus and Religo Geminis. Uh, they're Jefferson's sons and the only men that he has. Uh, Alolum isn't a big town and it gets very little crime. When needed, they deputize additional citizens to help with problems that need more manpower. Ventus continued, We also haven't found the old butler. What was his name? Uh, oh yes, Sock. What's his last name? Their payroll log doesn't list it. It just says Sock. Physician, butler. Roligo says, I remember meeting him last summer when- Quit wasting time and go find them. Jesperson looks over at you and shakes his head. Don't hire family. That boy couldn't find his way out of an outhouse without a map. Now you do remember Sock telling you that um, when you saw him last that he was leaving to spend a couple weeks in Dragos, just north of the Forest of Lost Souls. He always said they had the best mineral hot springs. He always swore that that's what kept him young. I want to roll insight and see if it's still lying. Okay. Five. Who else wants to roll insight on this? I will take a shot. How much is yours? Eighteen. 18. Cool. What are you? 11. 17. Okay. Uh, what were you, John? 11. Sam knows that there's still something hinky about this, but he's also being sincere that that's who he thinks the threat is. Okay. Um... Something doesn't ring quite true about it, but at the same time, you're getting that feeling that that's definitely the direction you need to go. And he also just offered you a cubic ton of cash to go hunt this guy down. I want to walk over and talk to Willow real quick. Okay. So, you know, Willow, this is kind of outside of our mission. This is not why we're here. Uh, if anyone should be uh, should be looking for Sam, it should be us. 
I mean, we weren't sent here to chase down bandits. But I'm just the muscle, so you make the call. He kind of walks over to you guys, Jefferson does, and says, what did you guys say that you were doing here? Why were you needing to meet up with Samuel? You'll need to talk to the lady about that, Sheriff. He's like, okay, I know you guys are hesitant about this. I can see that. We're going to find Samuel. He's around here. We're going to find him. Whatever the business that you had, if he's alive, you'll be able to do your business. If he's not, you won't be able to do your business either way. If we don't meet up with you, come back into Alolum, meet us at the sheriff's station. We'll make sure that you get in touch with Samuel. He's not going to be staying here. There's blood. There's bodies. There's something weird going on here. So, please. We need to find the people who killed all of these innocent people. We need to find the murderers. I've got my men looking for Samuel. That's our crucial mission at the moment. We will find him. It shouldn't take you guys more than a day, day and a half, track down uh, Lionel and his band. Please, I need your help. we got to get these people under control. We can't have them going around murdering innocent people. I think we should help them. I don't know. I'm not. I to be honest with you, Sheriff, I'm not completely sold because if I'm looking at it from a law enforcement point of view, I think if I were the sheriff, I would be more concerned about tracking down a band of murderers than I would one lost man. You have the legal authority to track down the murderers. We don't. Well, now that's my business. We need to find him. It's crucial that we find him. Oh, I don't disagree about that at all, Sheriff. It is crucial we find him. But it is crucial. That's my business. And if it comes up, I'll let you guys know. But it's also my business. I understand that. We've got this. We'll handle this. Please. Do what I ask. Go find this guy. Go take care of his band before he does this to someone else. They obviously have crossed the line. I've got me. I've got my two boys here. We are not enough to handle his band. See, being honest. It's 20. Just 20. Okay. He is sincere about that. Fully honest? No, he's hiding something. But when he's saying that he... That the murderers need to be hunted down and they need to be taken care of. And that him and his boys are not... He's being sincere about that. 
So does this band have the dragonborn? Looks like it. Wait, dragonborn? What dragonborn? Hmm. There hasn't been any dragonborn in hundreds of years. What are you talking about, about a dragonborn? You seemed to know just a second ago. You said it looks like it. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna try something that is probably not gonna work. I'm gonna intimidate. Um, I'm actually asking you that out of character. Yeah. But I'm gonna, that's fine. <laughs> I'm gonna intimidate. I, I don't got. I got it. That a six. A six plus two. I'm gonna intimidate you with eight. <laughs> He just kind of looks at you, <laughs> shakes his head, and he snickers. He's just, he's, he doesn't know what he just saw, but that was, he's like, all right, all right, so calm, down, calm down, calm down. Look, I, I need to find Samuel. I understand what the situation is. You guys want to find him as well. You guys are more equipped, obviously, to handle... I will go find Joe Brigand. Thank you. Thank you. They left out the back. There's tracks leading off into the forest. Willow, are you in? Yes. Okay. So you guys head out towards the back... And you can see where the edge of the property is all meadow, and then you see where it goes into the forest. There's a trail leading off into the darkness. And that's where we're going to cut it. Thank you for listening to the Paper Dragons podcast. You can reach out to us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under Paper Dragons Podcast. Or you can send us an email. The address is... Paper Dragons Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you all for listening. We really do appreciate it. Have a great week. <laughs>